Hello, and thank you for coming to my first talk or podcast. It means a lot. All right, so my guest today is Laura, and we're just gonna be talking about relationships and self-love and just just a bunch of really great, awesome things, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, how are you? Hello? Can you hear me? I'm still trying to figure out how this thing works. What will happen? Hello? Hang on, I'm gonna resend it. I don't. Girl, tell me how it is disconnected. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Let me. I literally just finished eating a French toast. Mm. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, I was thinking that the topic of discussion for today could be like ah! me burning my finger. <laughs> um, obviously, that should not be the topic of discussion. But, I mean, it could be. I don't really care. But,. I was thinking more of, like, on the side of, like, relationships. Okay. What do you think about that? Sure. Like, we could talk about the different types of relationships and how we can get better at them. Yeah, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Because there's obviously, like, different parts of for different um, relationships. Because with French, I blew out my candle. (laughs) <laughs> I went to blow out the match and like my, the match was still in the candle and like I blew out my candle uh. so um, I made an analogy earlier that I kind of really liked and it was along the lines of so imagine you're a cup I know this is crazy but just imagine you're a cup and you're a magic cup okay, okay. so you are full of water and you you give your water away Uh now you have no water okay Uh so you look for others to help you refill your water Uh and it it gets full and it gets about half full and then you share it again and you realize that you can't always look for others to fill your cup so once you realize that you have to fill your own cup being as you have to you have to love yourself before you can love anybody else. And once you love yourself, you're able to share your water or your love to anyone and everyone you so choose without tampering with your cup. Interesting. Very interesting. I agree with that too. I feel like a lot of people today don't really understand that. And that's probably why they're getting heartbroken, like heartbreak, heart, heartbroken, like every time, you know? Yeah. So easy to rush into something. Meanwhile, the problem is really you got to take care of yourself first before you start taking care of other people because being in a relationship is a lot of commitment. It doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. Any relationship there is a bunch of commitment that you have to put into. There's a bunch of effort. 
whether it's a friendship, whether it's uh, if it's your like SO, soon to be SO, or like anybody really between your parents, between your siblings, you know, stuff like that. And then like taking care, like self love is so important, and especially us females, like girls like us, we need to put that as priority. Mm-hmm. Self love is so so crucial to the spirit, soul, and body. Jesus mm-hmm. said the same thing. You gotta love yourself and love yeah. other people too. You know, you can't just love somebody. Meanwhile, you don't even like. That's why. That's why. I feel like another thing is that self esteem. Girls like us, boys too. No lie, boys too be insecure as well. But I feel like females are more insecure than boys because, like, we're we're held to such. I feel like it's a societal thing. Yeah, where we're you, but I also think on the other hand, guys they can't show emotions. So if a guy's heartbroken, he's got to suck it up, and that shouldn't have to be the case either. Mm -hmm. But like, I totally agree with the you gotta self love is the most important thing even above like schoolwork like schoolwork is very important and like securing your goals in life but that comes second to self-love because Mm -hmm. you if you're not doing something that makes you happy you're not going to be able to make anybody else happy or you're you're not going to be able to have a successful friendship relationship Mm -hmm. with your parents significant other it's just always going to be this void and Mm -hmm. um obviously you do not have to love every inch of your body and every inch of your personality but always acknowledging the parts that maybe you don't like all that much and trying to fix it to be something that you are proud of because it doesn't matter if your mom's proud of you or your dad's proud of you obviously or your uncle or your friend or anybody grandma who's proud of you obviously if you're proud of yourself that's pretty much all that matters yeah you always yeah you always want to make them proud but you want to make yourself proud first yeah honestly another thing is that with um your parents i've realized that they i've always uh had this goal to make them proud not knowing that the only person I need to make proud is myself and when they told me that they were like Lord you're a smart kid just try to take care of yourself a little bit more like mm-hmm. take a break get your mental state intact so you can keep going and you can keep working hard and nothing will stress you out and you know and I've talked to my mom about it because she works with like people who are mentally ill you know, and she's always telling me, you know, make sure you rest because you're doing a lot of work. So, you know, make yourself happy. Do things that make you happy. Do things that take away your stress physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And for sure, like, you will see yourself moving forward. Like, if anybody throws a hardball at you, you'll be able to, you know, whack it away. Yeah, I agree. But I also think it's important to be like, you need to be challenging yourself. Because I think that's, like, what I found is when I start slacking is because I'm not holding myself accountable for Mm. stuff. Like, you are your own – you're your own cheerleader. You're also your own worst enemy. So Mm. when my enemy walks away, I start slacking. She's got to come back. There's always – I think you said it earlier. 
when we were talking in class, you texted me and you were like, everything in moderation. And that goes for your spirit and your health and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like exercise in moderation. Don't exercise too much. Meditate, but obviously don't sleep all day. Or (laughs) obviously they're two completely different things, but you get my premise or my point. Yeah. I also wanted to talk. Everything is bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like too much water can be bad for you. So. Um, I also wanted to talk about knowing your self-worth. I think that one's really important, especially for girls our age and with Mm. our standards. Like, I've definitely felt the pressures of needing a relationship, Mm. even though I don't know anyone that I want to be in a relationship with. Yeah, me too. At the moment. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Nobody's good enough for me right now. Nobody's good enough for me. (laughs) Exactly. But it's, you see everyone else that you're, like, friends with. You see them start hooking up and hanging out. And you're, like, oh, I want that. But then you're, like, but I gotta, I gotta do me. What would you say has been the most interesting or hardest part of that? (sighs) To be honest, like you said, it's the pressure you know, I, I don't like rules. I like being guided. There's, they're completely two different things. For me, I like the guidance. I like being able to, I like being guided in like what I'm, whatever I'm doing. Like just give me like a set, an outline and I'll handle it. For me personally, the hardest part of getting or even trying to get into a relationship is like knowing the person and how they are, like how they fit for you, you know? And like, talking about like okay where do you see like ourselves in like five to ten years from now do you see your success do you see yourself successful Mm -hmm. or like you know not having a job and then (laughs) the people that I have met they are not exactly like high standard people which is weird because I'm like if I meet a high standard person they're either too uptight for me or, like, they just think they know it all, and I can't, like, I don't handle, I can't handle that. There's no or, balance. You need that balance. Yes. There is it. There is. I, exactly. I need that balance. Or it's either somebody who drops out of college or, or drops out of high school and wants to go into IT without going to college. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> I need that balance, like you said. The hardest part is just, like, you know, it's and also time management, like, I know I don't I'm always doing something like there's no time there's no room for anybody else in my space or my schedule you know like I can't make time it's really like we're in a pandemic like I'm not going anywhere anyway yeah so that's pretty much it. it's just the pressure like you said like people want to get into something that they're not sure of and within that frame of being pressured I realized that listen nobody no really nobody can handle me at this point because not only it's not that my standards are too high it's just that like I realize my self-worth is more important than anybody else at this point like you can't make you can't shake me you know Mm -hmm. like at all so like you said you see other people get into relationships that's good for them you know they're able to handle that but then you see them two or three years later they broke up yeah I wonder why yeah but I also think like for some people Or at least, like, 
in my eyes, like, I would like to hang out with somebody while I'm hanging out with my friends because they're all linked up. And mm-hmm. I just, like, I'm, like, the odd man out, which is fine. And it happens. It's part of life. Like, it'll happen when it happens. But it would be right. nice to kind of have somebody I, like, would either be the same single friend with or, like, kind of to third wheel with. Um, Got you. And, like... Obviously, each parts of life are going to bring you things that are going to be for that part of life. If you're with somebody for, oh, God, maybe even like six months, you're with that person for an amount of time that you feel is okay. And you feel like some you got something out of it. You should always be 50-50. You should always be making each other better in any kind of relationship. In exactly. a friendship, you're holding each other accountable. You're making each other feel good. You're never p- putting somebody else down in that mm-hmm. relationship. And yeah. in, like, a significant other, you're always, like, you're doing what you need to do, and I'm going to do what I need to do, and we're going to better each other. Right. None of us... What were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, that's very crucial. I was agreeing. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And it's it's never, there should never be a one-way, it's not a one-way phone call. We have two-way radios. We have 5G now. Let's, it's, it goes two <laughs> ways. Um, and it's, it's not that easy. It's not that easy, but it's also really easy to stay in contact. Like, you send a text, I send a text. And then I send a text and you send a text. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. It's not a walk. Even walkie talkies go both ways. <laughs> but yeah. I have a question. So. Well, oh, dang, I really forgot it. Wow. Um, what was I going to say? With there are different types of people in a relationship. And from, like, the stories that I've read, there's abusive people. I didn't know there was such thing as emotional abuse. Because, yeah. like, people use the word abuse. I'm like, so what type of abuse are you talking about? Like, you can see it physically. And sometimes it can be mentally, but you can also see that physically. Because, you know, their state, they could be, they, they could look drained. They could look exhausted. That's the mental abuse. How do you, how do you bring people out it, and it goes both ways both males and both females have been abusers in a relationship the stories that i've read like that's a mental illness though you know being abused by somebody who's like a sociopath and just cares about themselves does everything to make you feel terrible like mentally that is definitely a mental illness because that is just not okay Mm-mm. but um, a lot of people um they don't and with a lot of guys it's it's more seen i'm doing a broad spectrum where men are the physical abusers and women are the emotional abusers because from a biological standpoint guys are significantly larger than females and right. with a higher testosterone level in men you tend to get more aggressive and when you aren't taught from a young age to um, be able to respectfully disagree or to be able to understand that people aren't, you don't have to assert your dominance over somebody in order to get their respect. 
and or you don't have to have fear like I think from a broader another different kind of relationship um our lovely orange in office has kind of in a way stricken fear into everybody like are we talking about Trump? yep yes I am the orange oval office at the moment um <laughs> so I think he's he struck fear into everyone like everyone's scared about this pandemic as they should be but he hasn't right. given anybody or at least this is what I'm observing he hasn't given anybody a um it's gonna be okay we're gonna figure this out it's been we're gonna get this vaccine and then now there's such a large division you don't know what's happening next honestly and yeah. that is in in a way an abusive relationship with the country you shouldn't and you can go now back into like a significant other or a friendship like you shouldn't have to fear if you are going to talk to somebody and you're like this is how I feel and you should never have to fear that somebody's going to lash out give you the silent treatment put their hands on you or any of that because you're just Mm -hmm. communicating and that's another part of relationships that I think yes is very very like crucial because without communication what do you think about cheating on on the communication (laughs) level um with that I'll give you my opinion after you give me yours go ahead okay cheating in my terms I'm gonna give my own definition of cheating cheating in a relationship can be honestly if you look at someone if you literally look at someone I'm being so serious there is a verse in a bible that says this if you look at someone in, with lust while you are already with someone else that is cheating in my eyes I agree because you, the only eyes you should have is for your others significant mm-hmm. other you can't you shouldn't be looking at somebody else it doesn't matter who it is all your because being if you're married it is between you and that person because when you two are married you're literally one like you've become like one together that's why i'm waiting i think it's a good idea to wait before anything because like so you can figure things out together you know what i'm saying yeah so honestly cheating that's my definition of cheating if you look at someone or even text someone like while you're in a relationship it just doesn't make sense because if you're tired of the person you're with okay. you shouldn't have gotten with that so person in the first place. do you mean like you're looking at somebody because you're no longer in love with that person that you're with or is it just being like oh that person's hot like like if I was with somebody I'm still always going to think Michael B. Jordan is the most handsome man in the world <laughs> yeah that's different okay that's different so you mean like that's you're different. having like thoughts about other people or you're you're right. like, oh, I wish I was with them, or they're way prettier exactly. than my girlfriend, or they're way pretty, they're exactly. way more handsome than my boyfriend. You got it. You got okay. it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree. I also think there comes a, like, I think a lot of cheating stems from the lack of communication, mm-hmm. and you always have to have this open book. And I'm going to say that to like whoever I'm with in the future. Probably won't be for a very long time because I'm just not. I'm just not there yet in my life. Um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But totally fine. 
it's like I'm trying to like bring it from my brain to my mouth <laughs> and it's it's gonna be I don't care if you I, I'm going to care if you cheat on me but I don't want you to feel like you have to to get out of the relationship because a lot of mm. things like people will do that because they can't communicate that they don't want to be in that relationship or they're not comfortable or something something along the lines of that and they don't have the maturity or they don't have they don't have the maturity it doesn't matter if they have the respect for you or not it's just it's hard for some people to understand that hey like I'm not happy anymore and right and sometimes it goes both ways like she like um we're gonna use one of my friends like her significant other cheated on her with her best friend yeah (laughs) yeah and so it came down to um she was like I'm not happy in this relationship either but it ended up being like that was the turning point and it should never have to get there because it's always going to leave my friend with oh what could I have done better what could I have done? Like, what did I do wrong because somebody else took advantage of her mental state mm. and wasn't able to communicate that I'm not happy anymore. But the question is, uh, what would make somebody not be happy? Like, I understand there's going to be factors. There's always going to be ups and downs in a relationship. And like you said, it's the lack of communication. You're also right. It shouldn't have to reach to a point where you have to cheat just so you can get out of a relationship. And that's why couples do not last these days. It doesn't matter what the age range is. You could be 40 years married and they can still break up. And, like, it's really, really sad. And, like, what I believe is that a good friendship will always lead to a better relationship in the future if you want to take it to the next Mm -hmm. level. So you know but each other well. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you think that that's something you want to do, and you try mm-hmm. and you try really hard to make that work, because right. they're your best friend, and that's how relationships work. And best friends make the best partners, but that's not something you needed to do because you guys are too different, or you're on just different wavelengths of life. You're just not ready for that. Right. That's if you want to take it to the next But if level. you do, if- and, like, you end up getting into a relationship, and then mm-hmm. later you realize this is not going to work, sometimes it's hard to be like, this isn't working. And being, because you're, mm-hmm. you're going to disappoint somebody else, or you don't feel like you can express that you aren't happy anymore. Mm. That's interesting. That's a good point. So, like, what would you suggest, though? For me, personally, when that happened to me, we were friends before it was me and the long distance too. We were good friends before we sort of got into a quote-unquote relationship. And then we went back to being friends because I realized, I was like, I need to focus on myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And then he was like, you know, promise me that we'll always be best of friends. I didn't know how that was going to work. I thought I was going to cut him off. Turns out, you know, we still text each other, even though we don't talk as much as we used to. 
and things like that. Like, I'm here for him. He's there for me. You know, if I have somebody to talk to and whatnot. But you guys had the, um, you guys talked about it and you had that open ability mm-hmm. to be like, hey. And I think some people are scared to do that because they're afraid of disappointing their friends or losing that person. Whereas if you go behind somebody. The issue was. I wish everybody was like free and like bold enough to express how they feel because when there's when fear does drives out the power of perfect love. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Like if you're fearful, like there's nothing good will come out of what you have to say. You have to relax, be calm, and just go for it. And I know not everybody is that like that, and it takes guts to express how you feel sometimes. But that is literally the only way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but. Even just being, like, communicating everything. Just being, like, I don't like mm-hmm. the way you chew gum. Obviously, <laughs> you can be, like, oh, maybe I'll try and chew with my mouth shut. Or. Everybody should chew with their mouth shut. Or maybe realizing, hey, maybe we're not meant to be mm-hmm. in an intimate relationship. Yeah. Or maybe we're just meant to be friends. Or maybe we're just meant to be acquaintances. And it was great having them. Having somebody to talk to for this time. Right. And that's okay. Like, a lot of people think, like, ending friendships or ending relationships is not okay. It's a part of life, guys. Like, it's just, it's a part of life. You grow with people. You grow out of people. You grow into new people. You you grow out of somebody, then you grow back into somebody. Like, it's been insane. Mm Mm-hmm. For you to move on in life, you gotta let some people go. Like for mm-hmm. real. I remember I didn't cut this person, like my best friend now. I was debating so many times if I should cut her off. And then I have like obviously I have outside friends and stuff like that. You know, we talk here and there, but like this girl, we've had our ups and downs. Like she has been toxic. And the one time I got tired of it, and I told her, and I was like, yo, sometimes you really do piss me off because of the things you say. And sometimes she doesn't know. And then I remember she told me, she was like, if I say something that makes you mad, please don't ignore me because I'm going to feel like, you know, you're mad at me, but you don't know how to communicate that. And I didn't know how to communicate that until she said something about it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and I was like holding the anger inside and I was like, you know what? She's right. So I expressed how I felt and I was like, you know, even after I told you like my conditions, you still call me fat. and <laughs> I didn't like that. And then she was like, okay, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. And right now we're like, we're even closer than ever, you know, like even though we're going to be like going to separate colleges, but like she will, she probably will be my only like best friend at this point because we understand each other a lot. We always try to uplift each other. Like if I'll she's like, down, I'll be you like, got Girl, you got this. Try to get as much rest as you can. And she'll do the same for me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, 100%. So, and that's all mm-hmm. you can really ask for in, like, a healthy, good relationship is just making each other better, making each other feel good, like, and it doesn't matter if you right. talk every day. You do not have to talk every day. You don't have to talk every day with your significant other. If you're, as long as you touch base and are like, hey, everything good, everything good, and make sure yeah. you guys are on the same page. another thing. That's also another thing. What if the one person doesn't know you're on the same page? Like, or like, what if, like, stress comes with anything, you mm-hmm. know? Say you're sick, like, you're living together 
like that type of thing when you move in together and you start a life together you're both working and then you know sometimes you may not have time for each other like how do you I don't know I feel like some people become really distant between each other because you know quote-unquote work it's got me worked up you know so how would you like better that type of relationship because everybody works that's literally we're literally in a simulation everybody works and grinds Mm -hmm. and everything and that's one of the big problems in um what was I going to say my mom was talking in the background you're fine so you're talking about work and like balancing your life and school and oh yeah Yeah. I've definitely had like I work a lot like I'm working maybe I want to say 30 hours every two weeks so it's not a lot but it's a it's a good amount of time where I have to balance if I'm going to hang out with my friends. Obviously, we're still in quarantine, so I'm not balancing parties or anything too extravagant. But I do have to balance Mm -hmm. family time and schoolwork and going to work. And and it's been an interesting ride. And when I'm going to – we're playing colleges. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. But aside from Mm -hmm. that – having a communication with my friends and being like hey I'm not blowing you off I just have to work or hey I'm not blowing you off but I need me time like I need time to myself or being like hey like what if we did something this day and what if we we went out and um yeah So I also wanted to share a little quote that I I literally have quotes all over my room. They make me happy. I don't know. So I do. Girl, me too. I'd be using the motivational quotes. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, see this? Yeah. Everybody needs somebody to hear this. Yeah. So this one I have is kind of my favorite. It's two elephants and one's a very small elephant and the other one's a very big elephant. And it says, don't try to rush things that need time to grow. And that is the quote that I feel we should, uh, I guess, end this podcast with or start Mm -hmm. a new podcast with. I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure out the kinks (laughs) with this whole podcast thing. But we're in this together, girl. I got you. (laughs) But we're. So don't try to rush things that need time to grow. And mm. meaning my interpretation of this one is let life happen. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. And whatever happens, happens for a reason or whatever higher power you believe in. It doesn't matter if you believe in one God, multiple gods, but... Or no gods. There is something out there or just life in general. Things happen for a reason or they happen. Things happen, period. And you just grow from them. Yep. And you you wait till the next thing happens. And you just... Life happens when you're making plans. So always be able to switch plans or... Be thankful for what happened in the past and be open to what's coming in the future. Okay, I have a question on like the past and the yeah. future real quick. But no, I'm you're fine. Up- 
if you could go into the future and see how your life is like 10 what years if i now, actually started a new podcast with that question Okay. I can feel myself going off. All right, All right I'm gonna send you okay. the new link. <laughs> One second. Okay, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Good. Long time no see. All right. Uh, you had a question. Yeah. So it was, <sighs> if you could go into the future, like say ten years from now or ten years from today. And you had the opportunity to see how your life is, you know? Mm-hmm. How, like, would you be okay with that? For me personally, I don't think so. Because what if I don't like what I see, you know? Well, with that, if you don't like what you could see, like, you can always go back in time. And because and, you're, you're going to go back in time and you can fix things or you but can it, be But like, what exactly would need fixing? Because you don't know what factors like lead to the future you can either go like left or right so you don't know you know that's why my answer to that question is no I would not want to see what would happen in like 10 years <laughs> I, I mean don't... I don't think I'd want to just because like I I don't want it to skew anything and like exactly. or I don't want to be disappointed in what my future looks like because right. I have this idea now but in mm-hmm. the future, future me is totally okay with the life that she has. Because I know, like, we're going to go from this growth. You want a little story time? Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll start in elementary school. I was in a summer camp. It was so much fun. I remember, like, every part of it was fun. But there was this boy. And Ooh. he, we were, we were good friends. We were good friends. And he had a crush on me. And he asked me out, and I was like, no, I'm not really ready to date. And I still am not ready to date, and I was in fifth grade. So that's a good 10, 12 years. (laughs) But um, he didn't like that very much, and we stopped talking. So this was maybe fifth grade. So fast forward to about seventh, eighth grade, eighth grade. I'm at a sleepover and we started talking again, like as friends about a week or so prior and we were talking and he was like, Hey, can I call you? And I was like, sure, you can call me. So I stepped out of the room and I was on the phone with him. And then I said something and he said something that I like, he said something, I said something he didn't like. And he proceeded to tell me that nobody at the school he was at, we were at different schools, liked me and that I was flat chested. (laughs) so fast forward to about mind you at the time eighth grade I had maybe a cups they were not my bazongas were not bazongas at the time and I'm dead (laughs) (laughs) so fast forward to sophomore year my cousin and I are the same age she's born in October and I'm born in July so she has I've dated no boys like I went on dates with a few boys, but I've dated no one. And she's dated a good amount of guys. But she ended up dating him. And I was on a date with another kid. And my cousin was like, hey, we're going to go here at the same time as you. And I was like, sure, let's hang out. So we're hanging out. And I just had like a regular shirt on with maybe because I was 
I grew from my A's to I think I was D's at that time. I'm Ooh, now girl, same. Yeah, I'm now double D's. Same. <laughs> and I love I love my bazungas. But Dang, my girl. cousin is not. Like she she's every every girl is beautiful in their own way, but this is just pertaining to the story. And she she does not have as much of the genes of bazungas because she's on my side. I have one side of the family that has bazungas and the other side's that that's a part <laughs> oh of it. it <laughs> and so we're just skating. We went ice skating and we're skating and he goes on the bench and he's talking to my cousin and she goes, wow, your cousin has bigger boobs than you. And my cousin, I shit you not, broke up with him that night. Hmm. <laughs> and I was like, it's just, it's funny to see how things turn out because mm. he decided to call me and tell me I had no biddies and I, I grew biddies. But with all of his exes, I still have bigger bazungas than any of them combined. Here he is, girl. And that is no hate to them. It is, this is all hate to him because he wasn't able to comprehend or take rationally something that I said against him or something that I, I didn't say in favor of him. If that mm. makes any sense. It makes total sense. It going back to like um, growth and like future, like, if I told fifth grade me that we would never be on speaking terms again or this happened like fifth grade me her mind would have been blown and like been like Mm. no like we're we're still gonna be friends and blah 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 (laughs) it's just funny how life works out sorry my mom was telling me something you're all good now it's all good and then On the topic of boys, like, I had this huge, oh, my God, I had this huge crush on this one senior. And, like, I would do everything. Not really everything. I was fairly shy. Um, or more shy when it comes to, like, guys. And I <laughs> I would, like, just stare at him or I'd stand weird. And he never knew who I was. So I ended up going to the... He was a, no, he was a junior when I was a freshman. So I ended up going to the senior prom the year after when I was a sophomore and we talked for a bit and then we, we stopped talking. So then, um, like we didn't talk, like we spoke in person mm-hmm. and like, I went to go dance with my friends at the prom and then we get to this summer, this summer I found his Snapchat and I'm like, oh my God, I found a Snapchat. And I added him and he had me back and I was so excited. And then he ended up being really creepy and kind of gross. So I was like, no, this is what's not going to happen. Um, Funny how things turned out. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, so going back to what you said off of my tangent, um, life works out in funny ways. And what I want now could be completely different from what I want in the future. Mm-hmm. 
Honestly, I totally agree. Um, there was a quote that pertains to all of this. Not what is it? Sometimes when you least expect it, good things happen. (laughs) Yeah, that. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I have. Uh, I like painting, so I have a beach painted in my room, and it says it is what it is. And then I also have like hills and a um a sunrise mm-hmm. and that says but it will be what you make it and I will eventually get that tattooed. <laughs> I'm trying to find the quote because I'm in trying to find the quote. Because okay. I, I just love those quotes because life happens, but it is what you make life. Like but I ended up I'm I'm going to have to remake those because they're they're my like eighth grade drawings. But yeah, I mean Life happens when you're making plans, and then you just got to make your plans around life. Right. So, pertaining to, like, the previous podcast, there's this quote by Mandy Hale, and it goes, if you don't love yourself, you'll always be chasing after people who don't love you either. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like kind of wraps up with, um, you know, self-love and self-worth. Yeah. And there's another one that says, be patient. Sometimes you have to go through the worst to get the best. Yeah. And I feel like that can go for a lot of kids right now because I'm doing my study on we're Laura and I for people who are not um who don't really know us we're in a program together uh through Questar which gets everyone from a bunch of different schools puts them in like a pre-college program and through this program we actually have to find a research study study it and find a thesis about it my study is about depression and how music can help depression and I've been looking at depression rates they are sky high right now because of course, as our teacher, Ruth always says, like we're pack animals. We love interacting with other people. We love, we love being, being together. And when Mm. we're apart, depression rates increase and it's hard to find a motivation to do stuff. I feel like, okay, self-isolation really isn't the cure. And I remember my friend telling me about this. She was joking, but I was like, wait, she's right. Because, like you said, as humans, we are created to interact with each other, relate with each other. Being apart causes so many problems. And <laughs> there's a quote that says, and I don't mind if the devil's workshop, when you have nothing to do, there's always trouble coming up somewhere in mm-hmm. your head. Mm-hmm. You know, depression, things with isolation, anxiety, and stress. Like, you you can be alone and you can still be stressed. Like, how does that work, you know? You can what? So, I didn't hear what you said. Like, you can be isolated and, like, you can still be depressed. Like, how does that work? Like, it's it's insane. And, like, and I feel like people who have been isolated, you know, like, how the, like, you know, how bullies, like, pick on the kids who are always, like, isolated and stuff. You know, they don't know what they're going through and things like that and now we're all going through it mm-hmm. so it's it's just crazy you know mm-hmm. so and i think with this covid we've realized how important each other are yeah and how fast we'd like to get out of this because i would love to sit down and actually have these conversations face to face like with a with a cup of tea at a tea shop and just being able to spit all of these information or all of this just talking back and forth 
because Mm -hmm. when you make connections face to face you your brain sends chemicals whether it's serotonin or like you get so many synapses that that are activated when you're having these kind of conversations and making connections to the outside world and doing all that like it's so important that you see people and you see your family and you do stuff and you you do stuff that you really enjoy and Mm -hmm. you just have a good time I guess Mm -hmm. because those are memories man memories like they don't go away I mean unless you want it to but like they don't go away. Did you know that there was a way you can delete a person from your head? Yes. Yep. You How do you do start that? creating other um, memories about them and you stop. So this, uh, let me, um, <laughs> so you kind of, you think of a person like, you think of a situation and you remember it being with this one person. And then Mm -hmm. you can start thinking of it with somebody else or maybe you were by yourself and you continue to think that you were with somebody or you you were with somebody else and your brain starts to remember that you were with somebody else and it starts to believe that. So that becomes your memory instead of with that person. That's crazy. Your brain's insane. That's why a lot of, um, for people who have witnessed crimes, their witness statements aren't exactly all that um, uh, reliable because they change. People remember different things. If I say that shirt was blue and you say that shirt was gray, somebody else could say, oh, that shirt was green. And now you're doubting yourself. You're like, oh, maybe it was blue or, oh, maybe it was red. Actually, no, maybe it was, maybe it was turquoise. Like you, again, we're pack animals. We're not we were easy to sway one way and remember mm. it and be like, this is what I believe. Mm. Hmm. Well, I, I, my dad told me that there was a way to delete someone. He never told me like how to do it. And I was like, can you teach me? He's like, you don't need to know how to do it. And I was like, maybe I do. <laughs> well, because <laughs> maybe I don't, you don't remember someone. On the other hand of that, you don't want to like, you were with that person like I've had friends we've had fallen outs and it happens but I wouldn't and like I was thinking and I was like oh I wish I never met them like I wish we were never friends because they're such a blah 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 I don't like I don't wish I never met them I wish like that I wish that I wish that they're happy I wish that they Mm. are finding fulfillment wherever they need it and that Mm. they they're enjoying themselves. Honestly, at this time, we need to be closer than ever. Because I don't need to erase somebody. Because I have them in my life for a reason. And there were great times right. that we had. We had a lot of fun. But it came to an end. And it didn't end very well. <laughs> and mm. it ended with a lot of questions. And no, not much closure. Which I mm. thought was kind of, that was the hardest part for me to get over was the lack of closure in it. Yeah. And it wasn't a romantic relationship. It was just a friendship. And sometimes those are even harder to lose than like a romantic relationship. Honestly, though. <laughs> yeah. Because like having a relationship, like a really, really good, it's just key, you know, but huh? like 
are you I like how you said like you mentioned um was it last night that you were like really best friends with the opposite sex oh yes right my boy oh I love him like you guys have been best friends like since middle school oh my god right and like that type of thing with me I want a guy best friend you know like there's nothing wrong with having I already have like female best friends you know mm-hmm. but like I don't think there's anything wrong with like exploring and it doesn't different... and I think the best part about it is it doesn't have to be romantic at all it, right that's what I want you know someone who can you know I want the other perspective I want your perspective like I'm tired of hearing female perspective I know what my perspective yeah is. no I get that a hundred percent I I understand that completely because you know? And going on, that can be maybe our next podcast when I get home from work in half an hour. Um, okay. But it's it's definitely very important to have different opinions in it and have different yeah. points of views. Like, that's why I would hate going to a s- private school or, like, a Catholic private school. Like, I love hearing different, different religions, different different ethnicities, different cultures, like, different views, different genders, non-binary, binary, like, cisgender, like, transgender. I need to hear people who like the same sex, who people don't like anybody. They bring a different view mm-hmm. to things that make you look at things in a different way that yeah. maybe you never would have looked at in a way. Right. And I think that's that's the great part about this country is that we have that. We have a lot of diversity, and I love that as well. But another thing that I have observed about this country, we are so quick to judge Cancel. Cancel someone culture. because, literally, because they're different. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like that. I'm like, us as human, like we're human. Yes, we make mistakes, but technically, it is not our job to judge anybody. It really isn't. And we should accept people for who they are. Maybe not the things that they do. Period, like, queen. You tell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should always accept love conquers all. If I love you and I say that I love you, I mean it. You know? And you would do the same for mm-hmm. me. That type of thing. Respect and love. They are at the same oh, level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so love and fear, I've noticed, trickle on the edge. Oh, they they sure do. are so similar yet such different things because you can love somebody and fear something at the same time because crazy, and it? I think that's another issue that I've observed with um, maybe I'd say Gen Z or just people in general like we are so quick to judge because we can go from a biological standpoint if you look at dogs if they see a weak dog they're going to attack the dog and not hmm. every dog or let's go for like gazelles like the lion's gonna get the weak gazelle and you don't want to be that weak gazelle. you always want to be the strong but person. you're we're no longer in a society that does that or a um a factor of life that that is dependent on survival like we're here to help each other we're here to love one another and help each other through these rough times honestly love just conquers all and like honestly with fear 
anything that can like contains fear there's no love surrounding it because fear drives out all the conditions of perfect love if you think about Mm -hmm. it you know there is no such thing as perfect love if you're always fearful and afraid of something like it doesn't make sense and like the first question is like what are you afraid of oh my god to go back to our first podcast or the the last one um we talked about relationships you can't fear that your significant other is gonna rendezvous with some other person right because you have there's that trust you have to have that trust in yourself or them right we're making all these ruth would be so proud (laughs) yeah all right so on these uh connection notes i will send out the call later we will chit chat some more um Mm -hmm. but i do have to get ready for work (laughs) okay girl all right i'll talk to you later thank you all right no problem girl Bye -bye. bye bye